Uh, time is now 1.36 and you're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Wednesday afternoon. So let's uh, turn to our very first guest and topic of today. Now, COVID-19 has sparked waves of concerns around uh, various areas, from public health to mental health. And now eco-warriors are also worried about the impact this has on our environment. And before the start of the pandemic, I think we can sort of all agree that we're making slight progress on, on the fight against reduction. Uh, of single-use plastics. Um, But as the concerns grow uh, with the pandemic, we're seeing less people using uh, reusable items such as bags and containers uh, sort of in fear that reusable products will spread the disease. Well, to help us understand this a bit more, a soon-to-be grade 12 student from Hong Kong International School has done a survey on this, specifically on the impact of COVID-19 on plastic consumption in Hong Kong. And I'm delighted to be joined on the line by the author of the study uh, Gorica Pant. Uh, welcome to the program, Gorica. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. It's lovely to be here. <laughs> it's great. It's hard to imagine. You, you, you. How old are you? Yeah, I'm turning 17 in a few weeks. <laughs> That's great. A soon-to-be 17-year-old to, to be so uh, fascinated by the environment, so much so that you've conducted uh, your own research. So first of all, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Sure. So I am a rising 12th grader at Hong Kong International School, and I've lived in Hong Kong for about six years now. But I grew up and have moved around a lot across several cities in um, Southeast Asia. And so through these like travel experiences, I kind of over the years developed like a passion for sustainability and art. And so that's led me here. (laughs) That's wonderful. So you're interested in environmental studies. Um, What sparked your interest in it? So actually, it was about two years ago. Um, I went to the first to my first beach cleanup. It was organized by um, in, an NGO here in Hong Kong called Plastic Reseas. And so I went to that beach cleanup, and I was it was just like an eye opening experience in the sense that in a period of two hours, we collected more than fifty kilos of trash. And wow. so that just made me realize that this is a serious issue, and we need to do act like take action and address this. And so fortunately enough, at that same beach camp, I was um, I was able to meet with um, Dana and Tracy, and they are the women who run the such an like inspiring experience because they like showed me and inspired me and like motivated me to take even more action they are yeah. wonderful dana and tracy from plastic free <laughs> yeah. they organize so yeah. many mm-hmm. beach cleanups and so many people actually go on these uh, beach cleanups and they feel inspired as, as you have done yeah. so yeah you, exactly <laughs> so, yeah and so then sorry go on and then later on, actually, um, I was able to connect with them. And so I've been volunteering with Plastic Free Seas for almost two years now. And even a few years back, I invited Dana for a talk at my school to kind of help um, raise awareness and kind of bring this topic of knowledge. And so the next day, when after this talk was conducted, teachers came up to me saying, hey, you know, yeah, we refused um, single-use plastic. So that was really nice because that made me realize that creating awareness can be such a powerful tool. Absolutely. Um, when sort of Dana came to your school, were other students uh, of your of similar age, were they inspired? What were their feelings towards this topic? Yeah, definitely. Everyone, um, everyone spoke really highly of it. And we have a at our school. So 
that just encouraged more people to kind of join us and help us and volunteer with us. So that was really, really nice. Absolutely. Um, Gorica, mm-hmm. the, the line is really good, but it keeps cutting in and out a little bit. So I might have to ask you to oh, stand okay. still or stay oh. in one, one, one place. But okay. the, the yeah. quality is good. It just yeah. dips in and out. Um, okay. So let's talk a little bit oh, more about okay. your survey, um, which is specifically on of the impact of COVID-19 on plastic consumption here in Hong Kong. Tell us a little bit about your mm-hmm. survey. Yeah, so I kind of set out to find, you know, during this time where like how has COVID impacted and kind of influenced our consumption and buying habits and usage. So for my survey, um, I sent out, so I, I created this survey and I sent it out to about different individuals in Hong Kong. And I found that 100% of like of the individuals wear masks. In that 100%, we have about 70% of the people using disposable masks and 30% using reusable masks. So I think a major um, finding or key finding from my survey has been kind of learning about people's consumption habits and how majority of the people tend to be using disposable items. I also like the fact that you've divided your findings between age groups as well. So we were sort of able to see, um, oh. you know, um, people under 20 and then 20 to 30 and then 40 yeah. plus and, and seeing <laughs> how they were using um, their face masks as well. I can see that um, 39% of the under 20 year olds are using reusable face masks compared to just only 10% uh, yeah. of 21s to 30s. Um, was that surprising for you? Yeah, it was definitely really surprising because I, prior to like the survey, expected the younger generations to be using more reusable items, yes. but my survey kind of contradicted that. <laughs> I think you've got the very yeah. young, well, not very young, the under 20s, the teenagers, yeah, the, the, the teenagers and the under 20s using reusable mm-hmm. face masks. And then what surprised me was the older generation as well, the 51, um, 50 year olds mm-hmm. and above, 43% of them were using reusable face masks as well. Yeah. What did you think of that mm-hmm. result? Yeah, I was also quite surprised to see like the oldest age group having like the high, highest percentage. But I think in some aspects, how the middle, like the age groups in the middle are more part of like the working population, you could say. So I'm guessing how traveling or commuting to work has kind of made them pick, you know, surgical, like um, the disposable surgical face mask in comparison to the reusable mask. So that was just one aspect or one theory I had for the possible, like for the reason why they're using less reusables. <laughs> yeah. For your survey, how big was the sample size and, and what was the methodology? How, how did you reach your um, sort of uh, participants? So um, the survey ended up reaching about 170 people and I sent it out to my network and then my parents also helped send it out. And then I asked a couple of other people to also share it on platforms so we could get a wider range. But definitely the challenge was getting enough people um, to fill out the survey. Yeah. And also um, you had a comparison between local attitudes and also expat attitudes towards um, uh, recycling and also sustainability. What were the key differences that you found between the two groups? Yeah. So the key differences was actually that the expats were tend, uh, tend to use more of the reusable masks and cups versus um, a smaller percentage in the local group. Um, using reusables but uh, I think one reason might have been that my audience um, was catered to a majority of expats or a majority of expats filled out the form 
So I think in some aspects, it's probably not a hundred percent accurate, but it could be in some areas. It was just a, a bigger sample. No, we, we've often mm-hmm. talked about this topic uh, before on on our current affairs uh, program back chat, uh, and we used to say that perhaps maybe you know more expats cared about um, you know beach cleanups and and things like that, whereas <laughs> uh, local people cared about other issues like housing and and the more imminent things um, that affected them. Mm-hmm. But of course, we're seeing this attitude also changing because if you just go to any beach cleanups you'll see loads of local people um yeah. starting it as well so um mm-hmm. yeah that that's definitely an interesting area that maybe is worth um to be explored further mm-hmm. as well um in terms of your survey what sort of um shocked you the most in terms of um y- your results so actually what shocked me the most was that about 10 percent of the people um, used to bring their own mugs when getting takeaway, but actually switched to the provided disposable cups um, from the restaurant. So that was definitely like the statistic that shocked me the most because in a time like this where people are choosing to switch back to disposable versus like their own mugs was was pretty shocking to me. <laughs> why do you think that it, why do you think that was like that? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, well, one of the reasons might have been because um, restaurants did not allow them to. Or maybe another reason could be because of people's mindsets, maybe thinking that um, it's it won't be handled well or it's not as clean or hygienic as um, using just like the plastic cups provided. So I think that's a, that could be a reason why. Yeah, Gorica, I love that how, how <laughs> thorough your your survey results in because you also go into analyzing uh, different yeah. age groups. And one particular is you talked about the survey results by profession, and you looked mm-hmm. at the retired group, um, and they appeared to be the most um, environmentally sensitive, with, with about fifty yeah. percent uh, usage of masks and and and, and reusable cups. Um, mm-hmm. Why do you think that was this retired group? <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, I was also pretty like shocked to find that out as well. And maybe they have um, more I was time thinking, on their hands and yeah, they're, like, and they're they're at home or they're choosing to be safe, so they probably step out less um, in comparison to those in the working professionals. So that could be a reason. Or um, because in my survey, the least amount of people were retired. So um, maybe because the ratio wasn't as equal as like the retired population in comparison to the working population. So I think it may may not be like a 100% accurate representation of Hong Kong. But in some aspects, I think like they are choosing to be safer. Or as you said, they may have more time on their hands. Yeah, I, I think that sort of reflects it as well. I'm just mm-hmm. looking at um, my, my grandmother's age group and my mom's age group. Uh-huh. I mean, looking at those two, looking at my grandma, for example, I've mm-hmm. seen her reuse cling film. She'll she'll wash the <laughs> cling film and she'll hang it up. And I'm like, what are you doing? And she says, oh, I'll reuse it again. So it is very much in the in the older generation's mindset. You know, if, if it's yeah. not broken, don't throw it away and just keep saving it and, and reusing yeah. things. So I think you, you might be on the right track there. Um Let's talk a little bit about your observations and just your thoughts on on people's habits uh, during the pandemic. Have you noticed people being um, less environmentally conscious because they are worried about the spread of the disease? And so they're just, you know, chucking away everything in in case it's contaminated. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think you're, uh, yeah, that's definitely what I've noticed because um, majority of the people are using disposable items, but also just generally, like generally when I'm stepping out or like if I'm at the grocery store, I've seen people, you know, wearing extra gloves or carrying extra plastic bags just to stay safe or avoiding like touching like the packaging of their food. So I think definitely the our consumption in terms of disposable items has gone up to prevent the spread but in some cases you can still avoid that you know by maybe just wearing reusable gloves or just something else instead of using additional plastic absolutely um so (laughs) what sorts of recommendations uh, do you have for 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 some of our listeners who want to you know we're looking at ways to protect our own health but apart from our physical health we should also be looking at the protection of our our earth health um so what (laughs) sorts of recommendations do you have So based on the survey, one of the biggest recommendations I had was switching to a reusable mask. So because um, because switching to a reusable mask will be preventing and diverting like so much trash from entering our landfills. So according to my survey, like like I said earlier, if we have about 70 percent of the individuals wearing disposable masks. And so if we were to apply that to the population of Hong Kong, That would mean about 5 million people out of the eight would be wearing disposable masks. And and on average, I found that um, six masks are used per person per per week. So that means you're going to be creating an additional 30 million masks um, for like into our landfills. So that's why just a simple act of switching to reusable masks can prevent and divert so much waste from entering, entering our landfills. So that's definitely... Um, the biggest takeaway and the biggest recommendation I have for people. And also using a reusable mask is not only a sustainable option, but it also has economic benefits because if you think about it, they are cheaper in the long run. Absolutely. Well said. And what other recommendations? I mean, that's really shocking to think that over 30 million masks will enter our landfill um, based on your calculation every week. Every week. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, so yeah, you were saying um, actually another um, recommendation, recommendation yes. I have yeah would be for people or for maybe the government to install more um, proper mass disposal bins around the city to ensure that we are properly discarding them and making sure that they reach the landfill instead of being littered around on the beaches or on the streets. So I think definitely having specific mass disposal bins or just having more of them across will help in, you know, preventing like the litter and spread of used masks. Yeah, well, well said, uh, Gorka. It's such a pleasure to chat with you. I I look forward to meeting you one day. Um, Where will this report be published then? Because um, uh, it's it's very new. It's just been released, really. Um, So where can we find out more information about this report? Um, At the moment, since it hasn't been published and it is still in the works of finding a place to publish it, but most likely it will be put up on the website platform called Medium for people to view. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, Send me the link and I'll post it on my Facebook page. Yeah, that'll be great. Thank you. And I'll keep you updated on where else I I end up posting it. Yeah, please do. (laughs) Gorica Punt, it's such a uh, pleasure to talk to you. And I can't believe um, you're going to be 17 only and and going to um, uh, grade 12 at HKIS. Best of luck for this coming school year. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much. It was lovely to speak with you. And take care and we'll speak to you again uh, very soon. Thank you very much indeed. And we were speaking to uh, Gorica Punt, who is um, a, a going to be a grade 12 student at HKIS. Thank you very much indeed.